Welcome to the Small Business Surgeon Podcast, the show where we dissect the businesses of top producers, examine their growth strategies, and share with you the bare bones of their success. I am your host, Samuel Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Let's operate. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Friday Fire number 53. I am Sam, the small business surgeon, and uh, you guys are listening to my podcast, and uh, I love you for that. It's Friday, February 4th, 2022, and uh, yeah, man, if y'all are just finding the show, I am Sam, the small business surgeon, and on Mondays, we have special guests and interviews with all kinds of people from out of the business community. They tell their stories of success, and more importantly, their stories of failure and how they overcame it. And then on Fridays, I do a nice little monologue for you guys called Friday Fire, and I talk about stuff that I've learned during the week. So it is Friday, it's Friday Fire, so if you have done your duty to the show, and liked it, commented on it, shared it, and left us a review, then let's sit back and get started. Today's lesson is, I don't even want to say lesson, today's episode is from a lesson I learned this week. I I like to talk to you guys about stuff that happens in my week and um, interactions with, with my clients and with my customers and lessons that I can draw from them and share with you guys. And what I want to touch on today is that that focus really is your superpower. And what I mean by that is that most people think they can multitask efficiently and keep multiple balls in the air juggling and keep things moving around. And they wonder as they're doing this why they're not making any significant progress. So I'm going to pick on a couple of business owners uh, that I work with and I'm going to highlight some of their things. So most people that have businesses sell multiple items. So um, I'm going to pick on a restaurant owner right now that's a friend of mine and my restaurant owner wasn't doing terribly well and he had all kinds of items on his menu and he had not established which items were the most profitable. Not which sold the most, it was like which ones had the most profit margin for his restaurant. Um, and if, if you look at any kind of business, statistically, 80% of your profits are gonna come from about 20% of your sales. And what we tend to do is we try to do everything at once. We try to sell everything at once. We try to please everybody at once. But if 80% of our profits are coming from 20% of our sales, I'm gonna flip that around on its head. 80% of our sales only contribute towards 20% of the profit of this company. Now, if it takes, let's say 10% takes an hour, just to make the math right. If I work for eight hours and make 20% of my profit, or if I work for two hours and make 80% of my profit, where is my time and my resource and my focus best spent? It's spent working on the two hours that make me 80% of my profit and then finding more tasks that align with the two hour stuff and not with the 80% stuff, the eight hour stuff. 
So when business owners get started, they tend to want to be everything to everybody. They tend to say, I'll serve any customer, any client is my ideal client. What do I have that I can sell these people? And you end up selling a multitude of products and services. Excuse me, services. Now, later on in business, this is absolutely critical. Later on in business, this is enterprise level thinking. So let's fast forward now. Um, let's fast forward a few years from where I'm at and I'll kick you in on, uh, on a little plan here. So real estate that, that, that we sell, we sell a lot of real estate, so that's our main source of income. But on an enterprise level, what could we do with the clients that come to our real estate business? They cost us a significant amount of money and time to acquire. So what could we do with those clients? What could we also sell them? So if they need real estate, they may need uh, a roof. They may need a painter, a contractor. They may need a plumber. They may need a mortgage broker. They, there's all these companies that operate in the real estate ecosystem that people buying or selling houses need. And in order to grow to an enterprise level business, what I'm gonna end up doing is seeding these companies with the profits from my main real estate business and taking on and training business partners and they'll go run the roofing company. And then when somebody comes into my ecosystem in real estate and they need a roof, we've got a direct relationship with a roofing company and we've got ownership in it. But this is something that evolves over time. It's not something that happens overnight. And I've made this mistake in the past and then I watch my my clients or you know I don't watch them make it we, we go through discovery process and we, we start onboarding and they're, they're absolutely making it and you make the mistake of trying to do too much at once and not dialing in on your focus because remember if if you have a goal and you are focused on hitting that goal and you take actions towards that goal every day it will happen but if we don't have a goal and we don't have that focus then everything kind of scatters to the winds when you try and do anything to do with scaling. So what you need to do is look at your business and find the most profitable items that you sell and the most profitable services that you offer. What part of what you sell generates the most revenue, the most income and the most profit for your company? and you take the one that makes the most profit and you move it to front and center and you focus on it. And you focus on growing and scaling that part of your business. Now, am I gonna stop the other 80% of the work that's going on? No, I'm not because I know it's, it's critical to having a company and having balance that that 80-20 split's gonna exist. But if we take our time and we focus on the front end, on that 20% that's making 80% of the profits and try to build on that, eventually you'll end up cutting out a lot of products or services that you're offering now, thinking that, oh my God, I need to do this, I need to do this. Case in point, if you go build a big e-commerce store and it takes you weeks and weeks and weeks to set up and line out all these products and you've got 
200 products on there and you're sending traffic to the store, you'll find you've got 30 or 40 products that outperform everything else. And in setting up those other 160 products, how much time did you waste? How much time you could have been spent doing other things? So what's the best seller in your industry? What's got the highest profit margins? Where should you be looking at this? Nobody sits down and plans this. And so if you're trying to do multiple things at once, okay, and I teach from experience here because I run a real estate company and I run a media company and I have a consulting and coaching company as well now. And when you try to do too much at once, your brain jams up and you end up doing nothing effectively. You touch a little bit here, you touch a little bit there, but you're not effective at all. So you need to dial in what to focus on that's gonna get you the most profit you can make in the least amount of time. And then you can take that profit and apply it to the other things that you wanna do within your enterprise. Does that make sense? You save the money, you save the time, you're not messing around with that other 80%. And when you focus in on the 20% that's bringing you the most profit, everything about the business will change. Because remember, you spend 20% of your time on this too. So you're freeing up a whole bunch of time. You're not dealing with those troublesome clients. You, you know, you're not taking the skinny deals. Um, you're not giving away your labor. You're not giving away your business just to make the cash register ring. Because through personal experience, last month for us, we did $93,000 in revenue. But by the time it was all said and done, we did not make $93,000 in profit. I assure you, there was, um, you know, I, I did pay off a lot of debt last month as well, but that, that's beside the point. Um, the point I'm making is, you see a lot of guys on the internet, they throw around these big numbers. Oh, we did 100 grand this month. But what they don't tell you is they might have spent 110 grand to do that 100 grand. Don't look at revenue numbers as your be all and end all. Look at your profit. Dig into your metrics and focus on that specific part of your business where the profits are housed. And you'll find it, you'll look. And most of you listening will probably know in the back of your mind that, well, if I just focused on this, if I just focused on these three products that are all our top selling and we promote those and we market to those and of course we can still carry the other products but maybe we just don't push them as much. Maybe we phase them out. It was like with Media Foundry. Okay, so when COVID hit um, at Texas Media Foundry, we lost all our work, like everything. And we were just, just completely shut down. All of our clients, um, everyone right across the board said, hey, no thanks, we're just gonna, just gonna wait this out. And so what we had to do was completely re-engineer what we did and go and grab as much business as possible. So we updated the website. So we're, we're essentially we're a video company um, because that's what we're good at and that's what's profitable. But when COVID hit, we redid the website and we said, right, what other services can we provide? And now in hindsight, this was a mistake, but you know, like shit, there was no COVID playbook, <laughs> you know? So w what other things can we do that we can utilize right now and we can, you know, get a jump on some stuff and hopefully keep some revenue coming in the door. And so 
branding, like we, we branding, logo design, websites. The, my staff and myself have that skill set. We can build websites. We can do branding. We 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 don't we don't pursue it because websites aren't where the majority of our profit is. Websites are a competitive space and they're super tedious and you've got to be very, very methodical and meticulous with your work. And yeah, we, I, I started, I think I built my first one in 2002, uh, if that tells you any, uh, <laughs> any amount of history in there. But by spreading ourselves so thin, we got work in all those areas. We got work building websites. We got work uh, doing, QR code landing pages to phone sites to get lead funnels to build people leads but all this work was coming in but we weren't making any money I was barely covering payroll I'm like the revenues up but what's going on and when I peeled the numbers back and took a look it was because that the stuff we were doing wasn't as profitable as video the, the niche just wasn't there so when you look at your business don't do like I did and try to be all things to all people. Um, pick the thing that, or the two things or the three things that are generating you the most profit, focus on those and scale those and then use the money from those to, to do your pet projects. You know, sure, if, if, if you want multiple businesses, if you want to get enterprise level stuff, use the money from your profits on your best selling stuff. Don't be in there grinding, trying to sell shit that has such a low profit margin, it ends up costing you money to do the deal. Um, that's a huge lesson. And I thought, you know, I'd teach you all that today because I've been through it. Uh, when co Again, when COVID hit, we went, we went broad and we should have gone deep. Um, but the lessons I've learned, and I see it in my clients, and I've seen it in two clients this week. Uh, again, one had a restaurant, and uh, one is into, into dog breeding. And we took a look at their numbers and we focused them down into the most profitable niches. And we've dialed them in to working on only taking action within the business that is centered around their most profitable items. And uh, guys, it has amazing results. So focus is your superpower and take that focus and focus it on the highest profit margin items in your business and start moving away from the 80% of things that are robbing you of your time and providing only 20% of your profits. All right, that's it from me for today. You'll have a uh, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for listening. The show is growing at an amazing rate. I'm super, super, proud of the work that my team does behind this and uh, i'm really grateful to you guys for listening so much love out there to you guys in the podcast realm uh you can find me on instagram at small business surgeon you can follow us at on facebook we are on spotify um until uh until they start censoring that so hopefully they don't kick joe rogan off but uh anyway that's a story for another podcast you'll be good stay safe have a great weekend and i'll see you guys monday take care this has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. 
The small business surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at txfoundry.com or on social media at txfoundry. Thanks for tuning in.